Welcome and good morning to Good Vibes with Jason B, the Broad Minds and More podcast, and uh, let's get today started. It's, what is it, Wednesday? Um, I've been a little bit of a way. Um, I've been trying to figure out what I want to record and why I want to record at this given time, so I came out with the conclusion that this, you know, sometimes you just got to make an episode, not for posterity or just for making an episode, but making an episode with purpose. So there's been a, quite a few different things on my mind lately. Um, politics, politics has been on my mind. Um, living a fruitful and functioning part of my life. And um, just things that I notice around the world that are what's going on. So let's get started. Okay, so let's get today started with, I have tried to record this part of the segment, I don't know, 10 times in the last eight days. Uh, it's, it's been like, go back and forth, I listen to it, want to edit it, no, I can't say this, no, I'm going to hurt someone's feelings, you know, yada, yada, yada. So, well, I'm going to get on a little bit of politics today. So, uh, today the Senate hearing or confirmation hearings are... Uh, you know, continuing today over Brett Kavanaugh and the broad that's accusing him of sexual misconduct. Now, uh, according to NBC News, they're saying that he stuck his genitalia in her face. Yes, she, you know, she goes to say, hey, I I was drunk. I didn't want him to do this shit. Um, There was other people around. This guy's a pig. Da-da-da-da-da-da. And then, you know, you're, I'm listening to the background about this guy. It's like, oh, yeah, he went to all-boys Catholic school. He's supposed to be well-behaved. Uh, his yearbook said certain, certain, he was a, you know, a cake meister, whatever. I don't know. Don't give a fuck. Typical shit in high school. You know, they, they got stupid shit that guys will say. So this lady, um, not that I am trying to uh, discredit her or say that it didn't happen, I mean, the woman waits 30 years to, to bring this shit up. And here's what's, what's bothering me. Okay, so he was a district court first. Then he became a circuit court, you know, justice. And now up for the Supreme Court, which I don't understand any guy, who any past uh, nominee besides um, the, the uh, what's his face, um, in the 90s that was coming up for become justice and was accused of sexual misconduct black guy i'm forgetting his name oh my god i'm sorry anyway so so it's just like hey let's try you according to media then try you according to a hearing of of political you know giants as you will say or speak in the house you know and it's an all-male committee that's going to question him and they're going to question her so what woman in their right mind would want to put themselves through that kind of scrutiny in public's eye view? You know, it's just like, in, in, according to the media and the public's eye view, you are guilty until proven innocent. Kind of sad, but the news likes to make, make money. They like to sensationalize things. They like to load the facts, load the statements, um, or make, make up facts which cannot be verified. 
So who do we believe? What do we not believe? And I'm just kind of like really over it. Like, to be honest with you, the importance of a Supreme Court judge is this guy gets to make decisions for the rest of his life until he decides to quit the Supreme Court. Pretty big deal. And the other part is, like, he has some pretty warped views as far as, you know, when it goes to abortion, can the president be charged as a, a citizen, you know, in, in public eye, you know, can he be, you know, face crime after being impeached, or, or can he, I don't know, it's like a long-ass story. So it's like been on every single morning for the last 10 days, and I'm just fucking bored of it, to be honest with you. So I'm just like, okay, so what do I think? Okay, here's what I think. I think the reason why the courts um, come up with the statute of limitations because we're exactly that same ring. How true is the memory? You know, um, how valid is your claim? You know, uh, and for how long? You know, uh, Bill Cosby, he just got sentenced yesterday, three to ten years for date raping a woman, you know, a young woman who came to his house for whatever reason, I don't know, but he has a history of more than a dozen women that he's drugged and fucked, basically, and got away with it, but uh, over the last 30, you know, 35 years, or maybe even longer, was a media mogul, he was uh, a good actor, a comedian, Um, but now he's facing the music, so it's just like, you know, they had a hard time in Philadelphia, you know, seeing if the statute of limitations had run out, but they did catch him, so this is 30 years, you know, Yes, someone can remember something 30 years prior. Yes, it's possible. <clears throat> is it reliable? You know, the, the question is, when you claim that you're drunk, are you completely coherent and understanding of everything that is happening to you or you happening to the world? Not in every case. You know, um, sorry, it, I can't rely on that. You, you're inebriated, whatever. But anyway, so she was drunk, she was drunk, What's to say they didn't have consensual intercourse or whatever? She went to an all-boys uh, academy to party or, or to a home where he was at, you know. Um, but again, I have to stick to what is a reliable piece of evidence versus and claim versus something that's just made up. Now, it's coincidental that, you know, the Democrats had... Uh, had done, or just, you know, they popped her up, she said she wants to testify, took her over a week to testify, which she's going on today, and I feel bad for her, because these, these, uh, politicians are gonna rail, they're trained attorneys, that's why they got into public office, so they're gonna rail her, and probably make her feel bad, you know, and ask her legalistic questions, so I, you know, what woman in their right mind would want to put themselves through the public eye and questioning that kind of, you know, idea, so we got that going on, and then what else do we got going on, oh yes, we got, um, you know, Mr. Orange Peel himself, Donald Trump, he's like, I'm supportive, I believe this guy's innocent, da 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 da, hard to believe, you know, and he also spoke in front of the UN, and just saying how great America is, that we got to look out for America first, there's not going to be free rides, they, you know, and the, one of the few times that I actually side with Donald Trump because of the United States, we have become an over-consumer and not a producer. We have lost many jobs, many productions. We are having an accessible amount of homelessness in here in America, as well as 
um, an outrageous, uncontrollable inflation. Um, now he's setting tariffs onto imported goods from countries like China, who are big time profiteering off of us. We are to blame. We choose to do this. We choose to buy the cheapest deal. We choose to not buy American goods. So this is what. So now it's going to hopefully give. Um, if there are people with money who are innovative to create, going back to producing things, seeing the wisdom of producing things, but that's just the political sect of this part of the, the what do you call it, the episode. So now that I got that all the way, we can move on to bigger and better things, and I'll be right back in just a moment. up okay so here's what we got going on for at the moment so i haven't been podcasting in the eight last eight days or seven days or whatever it is it's been a little bit because i wanted to make a really good episode i have been having trouble with my audio i've you know all kinds of stuff and like i said i've been wanting to record started recording and it just like you know when you're more frustrated it's just best to lay it down leave it alone walk away, come back when you feel more collected, and make a better episode. So here we go, and, you know, and, um, you know, I've listened, I'm sorry, my friends, uh, here on Anchor, I have not been listening lately, because i just been, like, spending time. Coming up uh, pretty soon, in another week, it's going to be my birthday, I'm going to be 46. Holy shit, 46? I do not feel like I'm 46. But anyway, I'm cool with that, you know what I mean? Um... I, I look at all the things around me. I have both my parents still alive. I am blessed. Thank you, Mom and Dad, for giving me um, this beautiful opportunity to have life here on Earth. I love you both. Um, then also, I got to say, I love you to my brother and sister. You know, Justin, Melissa, hey, I know we don't always get along, but we have all, you know, voices. And, um, you know, I, I, I love you immensely. You know, you guys are very important to my life, and as well as your kids your spouses and husband, and uh, I just want to say how important I think it is that you guys are all part of my life. So with that, thank you getting out of the way. So there's a few things that I kind of noticed lately that I'm taking more uh, precaution in what I buy, how I buy, and what I'm going to listen to for when I buy. So I went to McDonald's, one of the rare occasions I actually do, and I went to go get just get basically a soda and fries because in reality I don't really like much on the McDonald's menu too salty too fattening and uh it's just really bad for my health but I wanted to have a cheap with a small soda and a fries you know who can beat their fries I don't think there's any better fries than than McDonald's fries and you have to agree um if you want anyhow so I noticed uh, I walked into the Tracy McDonald's and there were two kiosks you know it's all touchscreen and then there's the counter with the people at it, you know, and this guy was like, oh, yeah, you can order through the kiosk. Go ahead and do that right now. And I stopped him in his tracks. I said, oh, hell no, no, I am not. I refuse to do touchscreen. I'm going to order through you. If you don't mind, take my order. So, oh, no, we insist. Our managers are wanting I said, I don't care what your managers want me to do. This is what I'm going to do. Are you refusing to take my order? No, not at all. So as soon as I lined up, more people lined up behind me. Did they pay attention to the kiosk? No, they didn't. But, you know, there were assistance people saying um, that, you know, hey, um, you, 
can go to the kiosk, you can order there, and it'll cut your time in half. And people stayed in line. They were just like, oh, fuck that, you know? It's like, the minute we start doing that is the minute you lose your job. Straight out. Anytime you lose that personal touch, you're losing a job. So how is this going to benefit or affect us in the rest of our lives? Now, we cannot stop automation. We cannot stop one streamline and make things faster or better. You know, we can only control things, but we need to take personal responsibility in our spending dollar. And as long as you have the power of the dollar in your hand, you have the power to change the world or business as we so speak. Um, you know, and that's the thing. It's like uh, people are saying, well, you know, you really shouldn't buy from Amazon. It's inevitable. Now, the problem with Amazon is they have so much controlling interest in so many goods and services now. So we have literally handed them the keys to the castle and they just keep making money, money, money. But also you have to thank Donald Trump, which I don't like doing. You know, he's going to put heavy tariffs on those imported goods from China, Singapore, uh, Taiwan, Japan, and so forth uh, before they can get here. So yes, we will be paying more for those goods so that it gives the opportunity for those who are innovative enough to create industry here in the United States. Like, let's ask the real question. Uh, who produces a television made in America? I just want to ask that. I don't think there is a television brand here in the United States made here anymore. It used to be Zenith, I believe, but uh, Zenith has now come and gone, and uh, now we have the big powerhouses of Samsung, uh, LG, uh, well, who's going to make uh, Epson, Emerson, uh, Insignia, those are all out of Korea and China. So um, let's just face it, um, TV is not becoming so important. But anyhow, getting back to the heart of the matter, let's think about how our daily impacts, if we are not looking out for really each other and only focusing on ourselves, we are only ones to blame for when our society cannot profit and prosper. You know, um, there's an outrageous number of population of homelessness. Inflation is causing people to get kicked out of their homes. And senior citizens are being forced out of their homes, too. You know, they, you know, you got more older people uh, homeless and young people. Uh, I've seen a lot of young homeless from, uh, I'd have to say, the age of 17 all the way to 30 who have no job skills who, or low skills, so to speak who have gotten, you know, hooked on drugs, gotten on skid road, and they just don't have any way of getting themselves out, you know, so what have they become into, uh, into the society of robbing, stealing, and so forth, and that's just not helping anyone, and what that brings to the table is, you know, poverty, um, civil unrest, I mean, I mean, this is the exact reason why the French Revolution had come about, is because the aristocratic government that they had been under basically overthrew all everyone who had money, including the King of France, King Louis the Fourteenth, I believe, and his wife and every single one of his relatives, whether it be third cousin, fifth cousin, but anyone close in relation to the king, he was. They had, as the expression, off with their head, and they were gone. So. That's, you know, and the reason why I'm mentioning this is because this is an example of what happens to people when we do not realize the power that we give to others and the discipline 
virtue in which the others hold the keys to the castle, so to speak, and being rich, um, how they impact our lives. Um, too many rich people do control our lives. Um, fortunately, in the United States, there are some freedoms, yes, some, and then there are liberties, yes, liberties. Liberty is an example of an allowance. They allow you to do things according to the laws of the land, um, but freedom is much, much more rigorous, much more um, you know, harder, and it is basically freedom to me is defined any action or thought without restriction or rules or regulation. Now, does that really exist in the United States? To a point, it does, and a large point, it doesn't. Now we've become a society that anyone who's emotionally hurt by an action, let's make it a law so you can't do it. For example, can anyone prove that marijuana actually caused harm to anyone? I don't think so. I am a pro-marijuana cannabis right, um, but yet this law that, you know, federal law that prevents people from using also prevents from other medicines being being put down. You know, um, op- opioids is at an all-time high, and the thing is about it is like, because marijuana is not being allowed in most states, it is one of those things where people will suffer the consequence that can actually relieve and relieve and maybe sometimes cure their, their circumstances without taking a prescribed opioid that's going to cost you more than $100 just for a prescription. Well, I'm going to be right back in just a moment, but this is just, we're just getting started. Okay, so Maddie Moe last night, one of a good friend of mine, fellow podcaster here on Anchor, if you haven't had a chance to visit his station, I highly suggest on taking it, stroll over there, listen to his latest episode about Anchor. Um, he talks about um, the difference between how men and women handle it, and how, for the most part, figuratively speaking, how cultural women and cultural men handle things, so it's a great episode. I asked to talk about it because I wanted to talk about it. I just couldn't. I couldn't muster up the right material, the right words. Uh, I thought about it and I was like, man, uh, I want to say something, but uh, if I don't have enough information, no point in doing so. So here we go. Um, and just to actually um, continue what he was saying is um, basically. We all handle our anger differently, and he talks about different levels of anger. You know, men, we have, you know, different types, you know, some are yellers, some are quiet, some are, you know, they punch holes in walls, some just, you know, uh, decide to be smart asses, some try to revert uh, the discussion back onto the other person to make it about um, that they're not the, the persecutor, they're the victim, da 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 and then how uh, women handle it, you know, and it's just like, it's according to some cultures. For example, um, you argue with a woman and she will throw knives, pots, pans, and kill you if you cross the threshold of pissing her off more. 
But there's just something else that I kind of wanted to talk about with when it comes to anger and cultures. One, first, you got to be um, in that place of or place of mind. Can you listen to what the other person has to say? That means not interrupt what they're saying while they're saying it. That's a big, very big, important aspect of of arguments and anger. You know, when we get angry at one another, it's like, what are we choosing to accomplish? Now, anger has never accomplished anything but destruction. That's just a fact of how life is. Then we've got, you know, anger like, okay, you fucked up. You did something really bad. I'm trying to let you know, you know, this is what's up. You know, and or like you fucked up, you lied, you know, how can I trust you? Da 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 da. Doesn't matter which sex handles that amount of anger, it's the actions that follow through with that anger. Now some people choose not to get angry easily because they they understand in which anger is really gonna put make a situation worse. Now there's people like me, uh, there's many times where I've gotten into it with my girlfriend. I just choose not to say anything. What does Maddie Moe say? It's uh, it's better not to squeeze to get the juice, you know, just to leave it alone. And it's true. It's like, as a, in a guy's perspective, you're like, uh, you know, I don't really want to fucking go down this road, you know. Um, and here's another thing. This is a generalized statement. This is nothing against women, but it is true in, in my experience that when you make a woman mad, she will remember this for all eternity. Eternity, yes. She will bring this shit up every fucking time she gets really pissed off or that that line threshold and throw it in your face most of the time or at least most of the time to some of the time. Um, Not every time, but, you know, like I said. But I know, hey, I'm Mexican and Irish. My mom's Irish. You know, my mom pissed off is like a Mexican woman pissed off. It's the same thing got lighter skin, comes from a different continent, um, you know, I've had pretty much majority of my, uh, companions or girlfriends of the past, they've been a majority Mexican, Puerto Rican, Colombian, uh, Costa Rican, um, so I've dated a, a, a big spectrum, oh, and Cuban can't forget that, um, so, you know, I, I know what it is, you know, being with a Latina, you know, I've, I've also dated, you know, um, Asian, Chinese, and Filipinos, um, uh, uh, very little experience with a white girl, uh, maybe one or two, but, uh, sorry, it's just not my particular taste, not that I'm trying to prefer more than another, but that's just the way it is, um, African-American women, black women, yeah, I've dated a few, wonderful people, you know, it just depends on what you got in your hands, some are very emotional, and very verbal and will fuck your shit up if you choose to cross them, you know, and some are just like, they will give you the silent, dead, dead eyes, you know, treatment, and you just gotta watch what you're saying and how you're saying it, um, you know, how we handle that anger when someone's pissed off at us, that's another discussion in itself, um, to me, if I'm angry, a lot of times, I'll talk it out, but as I've been learning, it's better to fucking walk away, go have a drink, and leave the shit alone, and deal with it later, but here's the problem, you deal with it later, who wants to go through the same fight twice, 
No one does. And then the hypocrisy is, is like, like for example, my girl will tell me, well, why don't you handle like most Mexican men? You go to the cantina, you have a drink, you come back, and no problem. I'm like, no, because as soon as I come back, you're going to be mad because I'm drunk. Or you're going to want to fucking talk about it again. Better I get it out done and out, out of the way now than fucking have to deal with it three weeks to three months later. Sorry, I don't like those emotional bombs. Yes, there are those people that love to hold shit in to the opportune moment. Yes, opportune. They obviously feel I have had, you know, I've been with people where they will hold on to something that's really bad or pretty heavy until they need it. So it's kind of like a defensive mechanism, like Maddie Mo was saying. Very few women apologize because if they apologize, that means that they're in the wrong. Now, see, if a guy apologizes, they like celebrate like, fuck, I just scored. Finally, you know, and it's like Maddie Mo was saying, you know, it's not as important to squeeze to get the juice, you know, just leave it the fuck alone. Get over it, let it go. Um, there's a reason why that men choose to do this. And it's not saying that we're letting them win or we want them to win. It's just not important enough to have to go through a sleepless night or whatever experience to get the things that you need to get done. Or it's not important enough to lose your relationship over. Yes, I've gotten into those arguments and gotten pissed off where I lost a relationship because of a petty argument, a petty thing, you know? But you know what? That girl did me a service, and this is what I got to say about that. She did me a service to set me up for the future and the, or the present and the good things that I have experienced. And maybe they're better with a better person. Or, hey, they saved me the trouble of having to let them go. Yes, we all understand breakups suck, but sometimes there's a good valid reason. It's, you know, you just got to do it. No one likes to be the bad guy. Now, here's something that I can totally identify with. Um, women, not all women, but women in my experience will call a man an asshole easier than a man will call a woman a bitch. That's true. How does that relate to anger? Because when we're pissed off, we're not so eager to call you fucking bitch. You know, for me to call a woman a bitch or to be that pissed off, you just had to done piss me off way too far. That means you're not listening to anything I have to say, nor do you value my experience or my presence. So if you get the bitch word from me, well, guess what? You fucking probably deserved it. And not to say that I'm sarcastic or chauvinistic, but I choose not to use that word very often. There's only a few times I actually have used it, and only a few women. So thank God. Yes, thank you, Mom. You did provide me with a good lesson in not calling a woman a bitch so easily. So, um, but, you know, coming from my home experience, my mom's always called me an asshole for being a young boy to a man. Um, I'm constantly, you know, like, even I'm still out of the house today, and I still get called asshole. You know, same with my brother, and we're like, you know, it's not cool, it's not acceptable, but the, if the minute you call your mom a bitch, that's like, oh, hell broke loose. Or even if you called your girlfriend a bitch, if you called your wife a bitch, you know, it's like the end all of words that will light a woman up. Yes, it is trivial at the same time because I know women who claim to be proud of being a bitch, which I can never fucking understand. You 
because it, to me, it's like you got to claim yourself to be a four-legged animal with a cold, wet snout and a, and a tail. You're a dog, you know, and it's like, you know, I've heard that expression that all men are dogs. And it's like, well, it's a dog-eat-dog world, I guess, you know, if you really think about it. So anyway, so we all handle anger differently. I choose to handle my anger when I'm pissed off, first stay quiet. Because what may come out of my mouth will not be so kind. Yes, that's true. I mean, even capitalizing on my statement before, I, I was looking at Instagram a while back, and it was had a picture of when a woman is just constantly just throwing the daggers at the guy with her words. You know... And, like, the guy is supposed to be like, okay, is there any kind of relief? No. But the minute the man says one fucking thing, she busts down to tears, puts her hands in her, or puts her face in her hands, and then says, you know, you are the worst man in the world, and goes to girlfriends, parents, best friends, or whatever, and they're all telling you, maybe you should break up. You know, that's another subject in itself. Anyhow, so getting down to the nitty gritty of, of this particular part of the episode, anger is never good for anyone. Um, if you can have a discussion, remember your personal intelligence, your social intelligence can get you out of a lot of problems. You know, there is a time to talk about problems and there's a time not to. Um, I'm a firm believer in how to be a gentleman. Um, that if you have a problem with your spouse or, you know, or whoever, um, to talk about it privately, do not involve other people. The moment you involve other people, it is their problem. And you are allowing influence into that situation, which can never be rectified if there's too many people involved. Yes, that is true. It is a fact. The minute you voice out your problems with your spouse, girlfriend, or partner, or whatever, the minute you've made it everyone else's problem and your voice is almost nullified you know just remember when you tell your friends and your family your problems with your spouse they're going to remember and they're not going to forget so easy it's a proven thing you know especially me being mexican you know and irish i go and tell my family they're not so eager to forgive who i'm with they're not so be like oh it's just fucking couple fatter who cares now, they'll be remembering that motherfucker like, oh, he's a dog. We don't want him around. So you got to be careful. You know, anger, uh, it makes the blood boil. So, you know, one of the good things when you're pissed off, go walk off. Now, there is a way to handle anger through an argument. If your spouse or loved one is giving it to you and letting you have it, don't try to turn around on them right away. Take a moment to really think about what's being presented, what's being spoken about. Take a moment just to say, okay, let them run out of steam. And let's see everything that you have to say. Because no one likes the hidden last shots, you know, the counter shots. But there's always that room when you have your say, at least in my experience, my woman has always had something to retort to or retard to to whatever I have to say in regards to what they're saying to me. And like I was saying, women don't apologize so easy. And I kind of understand why. I don't apologize so easy either because if you're going to make the same mistake again, what's the point of apology? Well, the point of apology is recognizing there is an error, there, there is a fault, 
and what can be done or accomplished through the fault and recognition of the errors. It's a simple, valid idea to really think about it. So, anyhow, I'm going to end this part. Thank you, Maddie Mo. If you have, like I said, if you have not stopped over to Maddie Mo, he is on uh, Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, what is it, Spreaker, um, and Google Play. Um, look up Maddie Mo, you'll probably be able to find it. So check out his episode about Anchor.